Good morning and welcome to Morning Meditations, a five to ten minute meditation to get you thinking about what God might have for you in this new day. I'm your host, Pastor Nate Cook, so we hope you'll enjoy your meditation for this morning. Hey, this is Pastor Nate, and this is your morning meditation for Saturday, October 5th, 2019. So today we're going to be reading from Luke chapter 21. It's an interesting verse about the destruction of the temple um, and somewhat signs of the end times, if you will. So let's read verses, starting in verses 4 and reading on down uh, through the end of the chapter. Luke 21, verse, actually I'm going to start in verse 5. Some of the disciples were remarking about how the temple was adorned with beautiful stones and with gifts dedicated to God. But Jesus said, as for what you see here, the time will come when no one stone will be left on another. Every one of them will be thrown down. Teacher, they asked, when will all these things happen? And what will be the sign that they are about to take place? He replied, Watch out that you are not deceived, for many will come in my name, claiming, I am he, and the time is near. Do not follow them. When you hear of wars and uprisings, do not be frightened. These things must happen first, but the end will not come right away. Then he said to them, Nation will rise against nation, and kingdom against kingdom. There will be great earthquakes, famines, and pestilences in various places and fearful events and great signs from heaven. But before all this, they will seize you and persecute you. They will hand you over to the synagogues and put you in prison, and you will be brought before kings and governors and all on account of my name. And so you will bear testimony to me. But make up your mind not to worry beforehand how you will defend yourselves. For I will give you words and wisdom that none of your adversaries will be able to resist or contradict. You will be betrayed even by parents, brothers and sisters, relatives and friends, and they will put some of you to death. Everyone will hate you because of me, but not a hair on your head will perish. Stand firm and you will win life. When you see Jerusalem being surrounded by armies, you will know that its desolation is near. Let those who are in Judea flee to the mountains. Let those in the city get out. And let those in the country not enter the city. For this is a time of punishment and fulfillment of all that has been written. How dreadful it will be in in those days for pregnant women and nursing mothers. There will be great distress in the land and wrath against this people. They will fall by the sword and will be taken as prisoners to all the nations. Jerusalem will be trampled by the Gentiles until the times of the Gentiles are fulfilled. There will be signs in the sun, the moon, and the stars. On earth, nations will be in anguish and perplexity at the roaring and tossing of the sea. People will faint from terror, apprehensive of what is coming on the world, for the heavenly bodies will be shaken. At that time, they will see the Son of Man coming in a cloud with power and great glory. When these things begin to take place, stand up and lift up your heads, because your redemption is drawing near. He told them this parable, Look at the fig tree and all the trees. When they sprout leaves, you can see for yourselves and know that summer is near. 
Even so, when you see these things happening, you know that the kingdom of God is near. Truly I tell you, this generation will certainly not pass away until all these things have happened. Heaven and earth will pass away, but my words will never pass away. Be careful or your hearts will be weighed down with carousing, drunkenness, and the anxieties of life. And that day will close on you suddenly like a trap. For it will come upon all those who face, on, who live on the face of the whole earth. Be always on the watch and pray that you may be able to escape all that is about to happen. And that you will, may be able to stand before the Son of Man. So there is a lot in this passage and a lot of confusion as well because Jesus seems to be talking about a couple different things almost at the same time. Uh, One thing that we know did happen, and early in the passage you can kind of hear the echoes of this, that Rome did destroy the temple. Um, And Jesus is talking about the temple and these magnificent stones that the disciples see and that they will all come crashing down. And Rome burned the temple and somewhere around 70 uh, A.D., so not too long after Jesus had risen from the dead, Rome does destroy the temple. And this would be something that would happen in the generation of those who were hearing Jesus. And that's why Jesus says, you know, um, before this generation passes, these things will come to pass. But we also see that in the midst of... uh, this conversation that Jesus is having, that there's talk about what seemed to be like the end times, like the end of the world uh, when Christ returns. In fact, when Christ comes back in his glory is kind of uh, what is being pictured there. And so so there's, there's definitely two different kind of ideas just being weaved throughout this passage. But there's one central thing that I see um, as far as the disciples go, is this idea to not be anxious about it and to not worry about what's going to happen before it happens. In other words, um, Jesus says, when, when you go before these princes and governors and, and when you are you know, questioned um, and persecuted and even your own families may turn on you, he says, you'll be given what to say. You'll be given the words to say. So don't sit and fret about this time that I'm telling you about. Uh, live today. He doesn't say this, but that's kind of the implication. And then the same thing at the end, um, there's this little statement about uh, don't be distracted with um, anxiety. It's interesting, anxiety and then carousing and drunkenness are kind of thrown together. I don't know if the anxiety drives you to drinking or what, but but those three are, are coupled together. And uh, he says, don't don't let the anxiety kind of overcome you or be distracted by all the things going on uh, around you that you miss uh, being ready for the return of the Son of Man, who is Jesus the Christ. And and I think that's something that we, as well as the early disciples, uh, could really hear today, is that it is very easy for us to get distracted and, uh, and maybe even anxious I was at a seminar recently, and uh, the seminar was about our smartphones and and especially youth culture and how um, our young people are less likely um, to be as concerned about things like 
or, or to be as affected by things like drinking and drugs, um, although that still happens, but more likely to be impacted like things like uh, anxiety, depression, and suicide. Um, and, and part of that is the, all the distraction that we have in our world. And so um, there's a sense in which anxiety is kind of on the rise in our culture. Um, but maybe it's tied to our smartphones even is, is the hypothesis uh, because we are on them so many hours in the day and actually they change the way our brain chemistry works and there's all kinds of study being done on these things that I'm holding right now as I record this morning meditation. Um, but the idea is we have so many things to distract us um, and, and so many things to be anxious about that we, um, that we need to hear these words of Jesus as live for today, trust for today, um, find your peace your hope in me today. And then when the last days are upon us, and it's hard to know because some of the things that Jesus mentions have happened routinely, wars and, and you know, signs in the heavens. Every time we have an eclipse, somebody gets excited and decides they're going to predict the end of the world. Um, you know, all these like cataclysmic weather kind of events. Uh, they've been with us for a long, long time. Uh, but the best advice I have I could ever give about uh, what what does it mean when the Son of Man returns? How should we prepare? Is just to live today, trusting in God, and not be anxious about the future, but trust that the God who has been with us in our past will be with us today, and will be with us in our future as well. Hey, that's just a thought for this morning, and I hope you have a great day. Well, thanks again for joining us for this morning meditation. Hey, do us a favor, rate us on iTunes or even leave some feedback about our podcast so that other listeners can know how much you enjoy your morning meditations. Hey, have a great day.